And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Where will Blake Griffin end up? I'll make a prediction. Is the next Julius Randle a lock for the All-Star game? Heck yeah! And the 8 and 17 Wizards could make the play-in tournament. Where are we? What is happening? What is going on? I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Tuesday, February 16th. The first thing you need to know is that Blake Griffin has played his last game for the Detroit Pistons. The team and Blake have decided he is going to sit until they can either find a trade partner or they can buy him out because Blake wants to play for a winner and he's just sucking up the minutes in Detroit that should be going to the young guys. Now, of course, they want to trade him and get some assets, but that's unlikely to happen. I think they're going to have to buy him out because there's just no financial match for his $37 million contract this year and $39 million contract next year. So when they come to a dollar figure... Where is he going to go? That's the question we all want to talk about. Well, this is the point as fans as we that we start thinking about, well, he can get up. Yeah, he can throw it down. He can shoot it. He can handle it. Let's just get a, a sober picture of what Blake Griffin is at this point of his career. He is ground bound. He has had zero dunks this season, as John Hollinger pointed out, and only two blocks. So... Now that we have that as our perspective here, the Brooklyn Nets need a big guy, but it doesn't really make sense to bring in a guy who's offensive-minded and can't really stop anybody. The Boston Celtics kind of make sense. Put him in a second-unit role where he's sort of the fulcrum of an offense that needs ball movers. Blake is still a very good passer at this point of his career, and he would get guys moving. And playing against second-unit guys would make sense for Blake. But I think he goes to the Golden State Warriors. I know it sounds bonkers, but he could start in Golden State. Him and Draymond Green could be their 4-5 because they don't have a starting center who can stay on the floor, and Kevon Looney is just always banged up. James Wiseman, their number two pick, coming off the bench and thriving in that role. And I could see Blake handing the ball off to Steph, setting screens, making some nice passes, Also, I think the Warriors can convince him to roll to the bucket a little bit more. I think they're going to rejuvenate him more than he was with the Detroit Pistons. Now, will he love playing with Draymond Green and friends? I I think they will get the most out of Blake Griffin. They're able to pay whatever they want, as they've shown by paying Kelly Oubre. It sounds crazy, but I could see Blake Griffin starting for the Golden State Warriors and giving it a shot for the rest of the season. Why not? They sort of have had a revolving door of centers the last few years. And yes, he's not a defensive-minded center uh, as Kevon Looney is, but there's some weird things happening in the NBA. Blake Griffin will be on the move soon. Andre Drummond is in the exact same scenario with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They are officially sitting him. He's available via trade. It's more likely he's going to be traded because he's younger in his prime years, a more tradable contract. 
But the trade deadline is five weeks away, so Blake and Andre could be waiting a while. What's closer is the NBA All-Star game that's going to happen in two and a half weeks. What? And it's likely that the Lakers' Anthony Davis will sit out until then because of a calf strain which aggravated his Achilles tendinosis. So that's nine games that he could miss for the Los Angeles Lakers. The worry for the Lakers that is that they fall further behind the Jazz atop the West. The Jazz were supposed to be in a matchup against the top seed in the Philadelphia 76ers on Monday. Sixers, Jazz, top seeds. Yeah, but bad news going into this game. Joel Embiid sat with back tightness. His fifth game he's missed because of his back this season. No, it had nothing to do with the LeBron push, touch, whatever you want to call it, uh, a couple weeks back. The Jazz won in an exact kind of win that they will need in the playoffs if they're going to be a contender alongside the Lakers because they got contributions from everybody. Donovan Mitchell had 24. Royce O'Neal had two consecutive threes with the game hanging in the balance in the fourth quarter. Can you do that in the postseason when the lights are bright? Joe Ingles had 20 points. Just things are different when the defense gets tighter in the postseason. Are those threes going to fall? That's my question. One thing that's not different, Jordan Clarkson's always going to score like he did in this one. Eight threes off the bench. 40 points in all. Huge night for Jordan Clarkson as the Jazz won their eighth straight game. They have won 19 of 20. They're playing incredible team ball. On the Sixers side, Joel Embiid missing this game. It sparks the question many people have of the Sixers. Will he be durable enough to get them to an NBA Finals? To me, the bigger question is, will they have a ball handler alongside Joel Embiid who's going to hit big shots in the fourth quarter to close out games? Well, Tobias Harris had 36 in this one, and Ben Simmons had 42, a career-high 42 with Embiid out. He had the lane wide open, so him, Tobias Harris... And Seth Curry are going to have to be able to create from the outside when it comes to the postseason. Jumping to those Clippers who are sort of in the fray there with the Lakers in the standings. They got a nice team win over Miami without Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. They're doing some bonding that they didn't do last season. Marcus Morris was Nick's Marcus Morris the Clippers acquired last year. He had 32 points. And the Miami defense was not the defense that took them to the finals. They are now 11-16. and 16. Another big game on Monday was between guys who were traded for each other this offseason. John Wall going back to Washington for the first time since he was traded for Russell Westbrook. Wall wanted this one. He spent 10 years there. Of course he did. He spent the first half scoring 22 points in the first two quarters. He slowed down in the second half as he has this season. He scores five more points a game in the first half versus the second half this season. He's had some injuries. Give him a break. He ended with 29 points. But Westbrook also wanted this thing. Westbrook played in both games of a back-to-back for the first time this season. He didn't do it once last year. Westbrook had 16 points, 15 assists, 13 rebounds. Let's not worry about the percentages. And he doubled his dunk total for the season in those pair of games that he played. He had two coming into those pair of games, and he had two in that set. Just like Bradley Beal searching for a ball under the bleachers, Westbrook is searching for that consistent bounce. And I've heard athletes' primes are getting later and later. Okay, that's not happening for Russell Westbrook, but his in-season prime is getting later. And what I mean by that is last year he had an all-star season for the Rockets, but it was about two months into the season when he really picked it up. We're nearing that mark 
of this season. The difference this year is he's missed so much time. He's played in 18 games. He's missed seven. Either way, I'm searching for a little bright spot for the Washington Wizards. Hey, they've won two in a row. You're never out of it in the Eastern Conference. I'm not kidding. They are definitely not out of it. They're second last in the East, but there's a play-in tournament this year. Who knows? Speaking of all-stars like Russell Westbrook was last year, the Knicks' Julius Randle has a case this season, and his teammates vouch for him post-game, but he just wanted to get out of there. Listen. Go to Rebecca this man right is not now. an all-star. is a problem. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's right, Mike. Uh, Julius' teammates. No, 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 no. It's an all-star. Right all-star. I just want to go home. Julius Randle had 44 points versus the Hawks. He is such a unique watch. First, because he's left-handed. That always makes it a little bit more unique but also because he takes mid-range shots, a shot that's dying in the NBA, and he makes them. Just keeps banging them home. He is getting hot at the right time if he want to make the, wants to make the All-Star game. The Knicks are also getting hot, sitting sixth in the East. Randall, 23 points, 11 rebounds, 5.5 assists per game, 40% from three. Hello. While the Hawks, yipes, they are the worst fourth-quarter team in the NBA. Trey Young and John Collins went over. In the period, zero points combined. The Knicks got physical with Trey Young throughout the game, and it paid off late. Speaking of fourth quarters, Zach Levine owns those things for the Chicago Bulls. Bulls Pacers, Levine, the NBA's fourth quarter leader in points, tied alongside Yadis Tetacumpo, had 12 in the period to take it to overtime. And Demata Sabonis on the Pacers just can't buy a bucket these days. There's a lid on the basket for that guy. It seems like he's just sort of aiming at home. Kind of like he's shooting for his all-star chances right now, but the shots are clanking. It's unfortunate the Pacers have come back to earth after a hot start. The Bulls may have an all-star themselves. They are now at 11 and 15. Cavs, Warriors, the Warriors are now at 15 and 13 after destroying the nine players that suited up for the Andre Drummondless Cleveland Cavaliers. Brooklyn, Sacramento, no Kevin Durant for the Nets because of a hamstring injury, but doesn't matter. The Nets have two other Hall of Famers in their primes. Kyrie Irving had 40 easy ones. Harden had 29 points, 13 rebounds, 14 assists. The Nets hit a franchise record 27 threes. Think about that. How are you going to win when you give up 81 points from the three-point line? But it was their defense in the third quarter that was promising. Holding the Kings to just 20 points. And that's all they have to do to win basketball games. Just turn on the D for a quarter. That's how good their offense is. And talking about defense, the Brooklyn Nets have made a free agent signing to help that end of the floor. They've signed former Oklahoma City Thunder guard wing Andre Robertson. That guy can stop people on the perimeter. He has some struggles offensively, but if he can stay on the floor, he's going to help the Nets. And that's it for me. I will be back to give you the news as fast as I possibly can on Wednesday. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode here on Tuesday. I'll see you then.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.